0: Are you
1: ready, kids?
0: Hi, hi, Captain!
1: Look at the Short. I'm the captain now.
0: Welcome to the Supercoach Co Captains Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Supercoach Co Captains Podcast. We're doing a quick fire one this week. I'm one of your hosts, Dano. With me, we have Pato. Welcome, Pato.
1: Thanks, Dano. Good to be here for another week.
0: Yep, yep. Um, So basically, um, Pato cheated in the captain's challenge. No, I'm kidding. Um, I allowed him to change his captain at last minute. And what a fucking choice it was, Pato. You went for Dangerfield over McRae and it fucking went bang.
1: Yeah, crazy. Uh, Any other week, I would just absolutely take Aaron Hall. Um, He's got 124 and usually you take that. But I I had a really shit Saturday um, and Friday night, Penderbury on field. Um, I had Tom Phillips, who's just fucking shit. Um, and Sunday morning, I thought, fuck it, I'm going to go for a little Hail Mary here. Um, Dangerfield could have either gone 70 or 150 plus And luckily enough, got 165 and I came in clutch in the captain's Challenge.
0: Yep, yep. And we changed the rules just slightly for that because I said, as long as Pato shows that he's put the C on him, I'll take it. So Pato kicks ahead of me there, but I don't have my little blender here to do it. So I'll do that next week. Hopefully you do one with me after I cream you this week. Anyway, on to injuries. So we'll fucking... Rapid fire these ones, Paddo. So we've got, first of all, Scott Pendlebury, suspected uh, suspected breaking his leg. That's season done. Bang.
1: Yeah, not suspected. That's, that's come confirmed. He's got a, a break in his leg, so he's done for the season. Yep, nat five shoulder. Bang.
0: Done. Out for the season, having
1: surgery. Yep, they're idiots. They finally decided the, to put a fork in his season. Um, he's done. He's having surgery and, yep, cooked. Zach
0: Williams, hamstring out for two to three weeks.
1: Yep, hurts for me. I own both Williams and Pendlebury and no trades left. So fun for me. But anyway, let's move on. Uh, Taylor Adams uh, with his knee came back on, but he was hampered a little bit. Um,
0: Fucking shit for me because I actually am one of the few Taylor Adams owners, but Bramble's on my bench, so it's all good.
1: Yeah, he kept getting the footy, but um, he lost his contested beastness that just makes Taylor Adams, Taylor Adams. So hopefully that knee's all right for your sake, Dano, um, or anyone else that might have him, but... That's the risk when you bring in someone like that with the injury history and multiple lower leg injuries this year, that's going to happen. Yep.
0: Sean Darcy had a knee knock. He played on, he came back on, um, but he didn't score uh, the biggest that he ever has. Although in saying that, he kicked one goal three and he had four frees against. So that didn't help his cause. He still got a 94 though.
1: Yes, that same knee. So they may make the same decision with him as they did with Nat Fife and just put a fork in his season. I don't know how severe that knee is, but it's really hampered by it. And they may just concede, put the white flag up for the season and just put probably their two best players under the knife and just get them right for next year. But we'll see what they do. I fucking hope not.
0: Anyway, Joel Selwood, Corky, subbed out. Big pack of ice on his leg.
1: Yeah, real nasty Corky. He tried to play through it in, in traditional Joel Selwood fashion, but he just could barely move. So I think he would be right for next week, but uh, they're playing nah. north, so he may yeah. even get a rest.
0: Yeah, they'll, they'll rest him. They're fucking hosed at home at the moment. So, anyway, Taron Thomas uh, fucking got delayed uh, concussion. Fucking hell. So, he'll be out this week.
1: Yeah, I'm very surprised he played on because it, I saw it happen and it did look a little nasty. Um, So, I don't know whether North's doctors may get a little f- heat under that because under no circumstances should someone be playing on through concussion and that's why they granted people these concussion subs. So, it'll be interesting to see what happens with that situation, but... Yeah, if you own Taryn Thomas, it's a bit of a POD. I like it. I like the pick, uh, but he's going to miss this week, unfortunately.
0: Too many North Melbourne forwards in Supercoach. Anyway, Lukey Ryan, Jaws, uh, you reckon he'll play, Patto?
1: Yeah, a bit of a nasty one. Uh, as long as there's no structural damage, he should play. But in saying that, as we mentioned with Sean Darcy, they may concede the season and he may not play. So it'd be nice for Richmond, who we're trying to fight to get into the eight because we've got them this weekend. But... He he'll probably play.
0: Yeah, all well, the Giants at Sydney play. So you got your Callum Millses and your fucking your your Toby Greens are coming back this week. Um, so they should be cleared to play. Um, don't know about Dunkley and Marshall though. What's going on there?
1: Yeah, they were linked. At, they were linked. They were listed on last year's injury report as one week. So they last must have year's out-
0: fucking hell. That's a long time ago.
1: <laughs> last week's injury <laughs> report as one week. So. They, they must have backdated their isolation as well, which is a bit strange, but um, it's good for anyone that might be looking for Dunkley or Marshall, but we'll talk about them very soon. And Buddy Franklin copped a week? Yeah, one week. Uh, I think he's lucky to get away with one week because he had two really bad incidents in that game. I uh, don't know whether he's got something on or whether he just wanted a week off as a rest, but uh, there's no harm <laughs> in just saying to your coaches that you want a week off, Buddy. you Your Buddy Franklin, um, you pretty much run that club, but yeah, he'll miss a week. Um, Yeah, it wasn't a good look for the game, that one.
0: Okay, anyway, we're going to some trading targets for rookies if you've got the luxury of trade. So, first one, Sam Durham, 102K, defensive midfielder, minus 61 break even. He's playing all right. He's got that fucking fresh as fuck mane of hair. Um, Yeah, he's he's a good egg.
1: Yeah, he's got that glorious mullet. Uh, luckily enough, we'll know Friday night. So Langford comes back into that team apparently this week. So that's another similar type. But they're really high on him. Uh, Rat- Rutten had a lot of really good things to say about him in the press conference. So I can't see him losing his spot at all. So he's a really good downgrade option. Negative sixty-one break-even. Dana, as you said, uh, yeah, really good option as bench cover.
0: Yeah, Finley McRae is an interesting one. One hundred eleven K mid forward. Uh, He's got an eight break-even, but who gives a fuck about break-evens at this stage of the year? Um, He actually got a fair bit of the pill on the weekend. He just kept coughing it up. So hopefully he turns that around. With Pendlebury out, I reckon he's safe uh, for this
1: week. Yeah, this is purely based on role, Dano. So he had 21 touches and played midfield. So he had nine contested possessions to go with that, five clangers. But that's going to happen against a team like Port Adelaide that play that real pressure brand of footy. And it's really hard to find a target, especially as someone of his age. But I really like this as cover because, look, they've got West Coast on the weekend who don't really bring that pressure this year. So I like it as bench cover. Um, yep, I've yep. been holding him this whole time. So he's, he's coming at a really good time, this midfield role, finally. Yep, yep. Kind of West, 102K mid. Um, he's got a
0: 63 average. Job security shit, though, I reckon. Um, what do you think, Pato?
1: Yeah, don't like this one, especially when we've got so many other good options. So probably put a uh, line through Connor West. <laughs>
0: going to say fork again. <laughs> uh, Matty Parker, 141k mid forward. I'm not going to say he's break even because who gives a fuck. 64 average. He's got an 81 in round 19 and he was playing that midfield role that we were hoping that he'd finally play. He kind of looked like a wish version as Dusty, but fucking you will take any form of anything really at this stage with Richmond. So not a bad shout there, Pato.
1: Yeah, especially if it's your last trade or two and you're looking for a playing rookie. I really like this because he's mature age. He's not a 19-year-old someone like Sam Durham or Finlay McRae who are a bit younger. So Matty Park has been in the AFL system for a few years now. Um, obviously new to Richmond, but they've thrown him into that midfield role. So that shows how much Richmond are looking for a player like that. The only thing that I'd be a little bit weary of is the fact that we got absolutely smashed in the middle and granted we were playing Geelong who were a pretty decent midfield, but um, they may look at tape and think, look, something didn't happen there. I'm very surprised that Jack Graham didn't play a lot more in the midfield. Um, seemed like we really needed someone to, to help with those clearances. And Focus, Jack Focus, Best Parker. Player. Just so Parker, we're going Parker.
0: to power through this man.
1: Parker is a great option. If you're looking for a playing rookie. Beautiful, beautiful. We'll go to primos now. Defensive primos. Kick us off, Pato. Jordan Dawson. So 1.4% of teams. That's the appeal here. When we're coming into super Coach finals, you want someone that is going to give you that uh, edge on a Supercoach matchup. And Jordan Dawson uh, is in fuck all teams. So 542,000, average of 98. But his three-round average is 115, and his five-round average is 112. Nice. He's playing that really half back slash wing role, which is really attractive. And the way that Sydney play, he gets so many link-ups to the footy uh, and he's scoring better than Jake Lloyd. And that's all really you need to know um, lately. So great pod for finals, I think. And he's 24. So it's not like he's coming into his twilight years like Shannon Hearn or someone like that, or even Jake Lloyd. Um, I really like this as a POD. Yep, Jordan Dawson's a cracker.
0: Anyway, we go to Jack Crisp, 529K, 102 average, 114, three round average, 108, five round average. Half-back flank, where he belongs, looks safe as fucking houses out there. Oh, my God. He's a huge POD. How the fuck is he in only 4.7% of teams?
1: It baffles me, Dano. For someone that doesn't miss footy uh, and just gets the pill at will, it it blows my mind. But another one that could be a really good POD for you in a finals matchup, Dano. Oh, fucking hell.
0: Bloody oath. Anyway, Um, We've got old man Hearn here at 507K, 97 average, 104 three-round average, 101 five-round average. Again, minuscule ownership, 2.4%, 104 average without his injury-affected game. And it's his milestone game. He's uh, the first ever West Coast Eagles player, I believe, to make 300 games this weekend. So I think he's going to have a fucking big one.
1: So that's interesting. I didn't know he, no one has ever done that from West Coast. I know there's been a few Freo players to do that, but I'm shocked that no Eagles players have reached the big 300. But now Shannon Hearn is a is a ripper. Hard to hate this guy. And yeah, West Coast are going to be pushing for that final spot. And unless he goes down with injury, uh, Shannon Hearn's a great pick. So he's, he's going to play.
0: Yeah, we'll go to some midfielders now. And um, you can have a little circle jerk over this bloke, Paddo, because you own him. So go ahead.
1: Yeah, Marcus Bontempelli, uh, one of the best players in the comp. Is at a low price for his standard. So 608000 at an average of one hundred twenty-five. dollars Dano. And that's after a couple of down games. Now, he's in 34% of teams, which doesn't make him a huge POD. But if you've got the coin, I really like this pick. And three of his last four games is Adelaide, Essendon, and Hawthorne. And if you don't think he's going to get 140-plus against those teams, uh, then you are absolutely kidding yourself. So... If you've got the coin and you can get up to a Bontempelli from someone like Pendlebury or whether you want a luxury upgrade a Josh Kelly or something like that, I wouldn't advise that, by the way. But if you're looking for that, um, Bontempelli, you can't go wrong. You know um,
0: who won't have Bontempelli? That's Damien Ma because he cancelled his uh, fucking super coach, the little sook. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to Cam Guthrie next. He's <laughs> 506K, 111 average, 113 three-round average. Um, he looks to be over his shoulder injury. Um, I still don't know what the fuck's going on with him um, and the Menegola with their roles, though. Uh, but Guth looked pretty fucking good on the weekend.
1: Yeah, he did. And this is a guy that was averaging 120 before he popped that shoulder out. So if you can get someone that will probably average close to that at 500,000, um, huge bargain.
0: Yeah, fuck oath. Um, Lukey Parker. Parker. Um, he's five hundred and seventy-two thousand one hundred and six average, one hundred twenty-seven three round average, one hundred nineteen five round average, two point eight percent ownership, and Daniel Bato. Um, he he was the one that said to us that he reckons that Parker's going to explode. Uh, the final, I think it was about five or six games of the season when he brought him in. So, um, he hasn't been wrong so far. Um, good run home too.
1: Yeah, ripper run home. Sydney have an easy as fuck last month. I thought Richmond's was easy, but Sydney's is even easier. So another one of those guys is in 2.8% 2, 2. of teams, donor as you said. This could swing you a finals matchup. And that, that's why we're looking at for PODs at this time of the year, Dono.
0: Yeah, bloody oaf. Um, We've got Bailey Smith, 497K89 average. Bush, he's got 123 three-round average, 114.5-round average, 8.4% ownership. Bit of a risky one though, but um, because Pado likes mullet so much, he wanted to include someone else with a frisky lot of hair. So, uh, Pado, take it away.
1: I had to, mate. Uh, saw a friend of mine at work for the first time for a while today, and slightly off topic, just quickly. Um, and they said that my, my mullet is finally getting to that really uh, dirty, <laughs> uh glorious stage. So, I'm, I'm getting pretty proud of that for those at home that don't know, I'm growing out a, a pretty dirty mullet at the moment, but anyway, I digress. Uh, Bailey Smith, now it's it's risky. It's really risky, especially with Josh Dunkley coming back into the team. And I think Trelaw is not too far away either, but it's a budget pick. Um, And if you're not working with much money, it's it's at 36,000 from Pendlebury, 33,000. Or it's 60K from Patrick Cripps or something like that. Just a couple of names off the top of my head. So if you're struggling for cash, Baylor Smith isn't a horrible option based off his last five or six weeks, but it's risky.
0: You want a real if you're really fucking struggling for cash though. Braden Fiorini, 415k 95 average, 112 three round average, 139 in round 19, and 41 fucking touches, mate. Very fucking cheap. Um,
1: but again, it's the Gold Coast Suns. So yeah, the Suns are playing well though. That's a weird thing. Now he's outperforming Matt Rowell, which is just absurd. Fiorini's never really had much issue with finding the pill. Um, it's just other aspects of the game which the Suns really don't enjoy. But if he plays this role for the last month, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head whether he's playing for a new contract or not. But if he is, that's even more appealing at that price. But yeah, if I said Bailey Smith was risky, this is even riskier than that. So yeah, if if you're really strapped for cash, I don't mind Fiorini, but buy beware. Yeah,
0: yep, yep buy beware indeed. Anyway, forward line, primos. You've listed down Josh Dunkley here at 628K, 153 break, even though, but who gives a fuck about that? 122 at average, but again, he's come back from injury. 8% ownership. Um, I actually don't know whether he's back this week or not, though, Pado, Or did he play? I don't know. No, he didn't play last week. No, he was
1: in isolation, mate. Ah, that's a fucking right. That's Yeah, a so right he, he should be back this weekend. And I think if you've got the cash... Uh, and you're looking for a forward upgrade, whether you held on to Dusty for one more week to get to a Rowan Marshall or a Josh Dunkley, I, if you can get to Dunkley, I think it's a no-brainer. And the 153 break even isn't too relevant, as you said, because he's playing Adelaide. He could hit that this weekend against them. So, yeah, yeah. look, he's a guy averaging 122. It's uh, Josh Dunkley. That, that's the bottom line.
0: Yeah, fair enough. But anyway, the guy that was next you just mentioned, Rowan Marshall, 464K, 90 average, 107 three-round average. He's Again, coming out of ISO, so he should be good to go. Um, can he average about 110 to
1: 113 or fourteen, Pato? Yeah, we might touch on this a little bit later because we got a question about Marshall, but I think this is a rip-up rip up, uh, choice. At 464,000, I think he can push that 110 average, but we'll go into the reasons why I think that a little bit later on. Yep. Okay. Anyway, you
0: got the guy that I traded out of my team here. Uh, Still side bottom, 397k, 87 average. You got 109 in round 19. Still don't like him though. He looks, yeah. Um, Even though he played one good game, I just, yeah, no. Anyway, you moved into the midfield when Pendles went down though.
1: So maybe, Uh, but what do you think? I really like it. I watched this game very closely. And side bottom was the one that went into the middle. As soon as Pendlebury went down, it was almost the next center bounce. It was side bottom in there. And he looked like the side bottom of old. And it's just plain and simple. If you've got a midfielder, especially someone as good as side bottom, why the fuck are you playing them up forward? But anyway, uh, Robert Harvey obviously wanted a bit of experience in that midfield with Pendlebury going down. Didn't want to throw Finlay McRae and Taylor Adams and, and those sort of guys in there on their own. And under 400,000, I think this guy's going to play in that midfield spot that Penderbury has had for the rest of the year. Now, it's only four games, but you can get him at under 400,000, and he had 109 this week by playing pretty much three quarters in that role. So I can see him averaging 105 to 115, somewhere in that range for the rest of the year. So unless he gets rested, which would really suck during a Supercoach final, that's probably your only issue due to his age and the fact that Collingwood Uh, terrible, but I like it.
0: Now, we did have Taron Thomas on this list, but now we know that he's going to miss this week. I think it's safe to say we'll just exclude him from this week and look at next week uh, for him. Anyway, we got Harry Schoenberg. So he's 396k, 72 average, 96.3 round average. He's been playing as a tagger. Um, Our mate Jacob is very, very fond of Showy, So um,
1: Dare, yeah. What do you, what do you reckon, Paddy? I'll be watching him very, very closely this weekend. Now I'm hoping it doesn't clash with a boomers Olympic game or, or something like that. we still don't know when this game is going to be, but he's probably going to run with a Bontem Pally or a McRae or a Dunkley. And it'll be interesting to see just how he goes in this game. Now, I think he's gone 96, 97, 97 or something like that. So he's, he's looking like a really good 95 average sort of guy. and as your F6, I think it's a really good option at sub 400,000. Now ignore the average. It's the role and it's that role change. And he locked down on Parish, who ironically got locked down again yesterday. Now we're recording Monday night. So that was Sunday, obviously yep. Um, he got locked down out of that game and scored 50 something, I think. So um, Schoenberg was the one that really started that trend of, of tagging Parish, and SNN have struggled with that. So yeah, super interesting to see how he goes this week and then who he goes to, but I don't mind him. He he finds the pill even as a tagger, and that's what they like about any tagger, really. So it, it's a huge risk. Um, he's in less than 1% of teams. I didn't even put his ownership on there, Dana. Yes, that, yeah. That's how few teams he's in, but it's the role change, and as a forward, you could do worse. Okay, now it's question time, Pato, and we don't have many this week.
0: Um, most teams have finished... Well, sorry, most players have finished their teams. So, first of all, um, we have got uh, Tate basically saying that he's up shit creek. Um, I think he's run out of trades.
1: So, <laughs> unfortunately, yeah, I can Tate. relate with that one, Tate. Uh, as I mentioned before, zero trades left. Had Dusty last week, which was my final trade. Went down to Shea Bolton, which was great. And I apologize for being so high on him after his stinker yesterday. <laughs> But also got Penderbury, who's out for the year, and Williams, who will probably miss the year. He's not going to come back for round 23, I don't think. So, yeah, good times for my super coach team. And I don't know how bad yours is, Tate, but mine's pretty bad as well, mate. But let's just ride it out. I've got Sam Derren providing okay coverage. I've got Finlay McRae and Jeremy Sharp in my midfield. And Tyler Brockman, who is actually was injured, went off injured on the weekend. So, yeah, yeah. Let let's just... Try and find some
0: fun with it, Tate. I'm using my last trade this round for um, Williams to Whitfield. So that's me done. Yeah, um, I've had a fair few injuries. Fuck so fucking anyway, um, we're going yeah, to... Let's at,
1: do, oh yeah. Let's just not do it, Damien Ma.
0: Oh, no, I won't cancel my team. I'm not that much of a fucking dickhead. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we'll go to the next one, which is a Twitter one, which is at Blackie underscore white. So... Blackie White, as said, take on Marshall with his sketchy injury history and or trade him in for potential high scoring over final four rounds, but he'll have no trades available if he gets injured. I I, I say hold. Unless you – like, if you're full yeah. primo or something, I would just say hold that last trade because that last trade could be fucking value. And who knows, Todd Marshall might go to another exposure site and then miss a week. So fucking who knows.
1: So it won't matter too much about Todd Marshall, Dano, uh, but Rowan oh, Marshall. Rowan Marshall. Fuck think, me, dead. It's that kind of podcast. <laughs> I, I think we'll be a little bit more careful about where he grabs a coffee. Um, But anyway, I am a really big fan of bringing Rowan Marshall in, and here's why. So this is thanks to Fantasy Freako. They traded this out a couple of weeks ago. Round 15, he played 74 minutes. Round 16, he played 77 minutes. So easing back in. That's just over 60% – 60-ish. Round 17, that popped up to an 85 minutes on ground. So that's sitting at, what, 60, 70 – 65, 70-ish. Round 18, he had 97 minutes on field, which is pretty close to 80%. Now, he's had the week off now, and that's the four weeks, demo. That's the magic month where people are really – Dano. Did I say Damo? You call me Damo. Fuck you. Oh, oh no, nah, your, your toys are still in the cot. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so yeah, he's, now he's had this week off, which I think we're actually doing really well. So I reckon he's going to absolutely fly on the way home. I wouldn't be too worried about the injuries that only because he did it a couple of times before they finally conceded that they should just put him under the knife. So that has been surgically repaired. And I think Rowan Marshall is a really good option. Now, They've got Carlton on the weekend. Now, we know that De coning destroyed Grundy in the ruck. Now, he's looking like a fucking bit of a Damien Ma, a bit of a pussy in the ruck at the last couple of weeks. Um, but Rowan Marshall has a bit of a point to prove. Now, I, I really like Rowan Marshall. It's my point.
0: Yeah, okay. But would you waste – well, I shouldn't say waste a trade. Would you use a tra- your last trade and bringing in Rowan Marshall when it sounds like he's got no
1: injuries at the moment? Now it it all depends um it depends on who he's trading to Rowan Marshall. Now if that's a Tom Phillips or a, or a Shea Bolton, I'd probably pull that trigger. Um but if that's if that's turning a rookie into a primo like a Waitman, that's a no-brainer for me. Okay. Um,
0: okay.
1: But yeah, it all depends also depends on what you're looking for. So if you're looking for a cash league and stuff, look at your opponents. Um, And if no one owns Roel Marshall, I really like that as a POD.
0: Yep. Fair enough. Um, Anyway, just before we go into the captain's shit, did you see what fucking Tom Brown tweeted? Oh, what's he tweeted now? And he goes, I expect Carlton will release an updated injury list late today. I'm not blaming anyone, but given his sizable salary, which various people say is more than Teague, the size of Andrew Russell's influence and role will be an interesting part of the review. The fuck, the fuckwit. I'm sorry, Tom Brown. You're a fuckwit just for saying this. I liked you before, but that was just stupid. It's basically like I'm not going to blame anyone, but instead I'll blame someone, which is this person here. Why don't you just fucking just say, don't, you don't need to say it. You don't need to say it, or you could just get rid of the "I'm not blaming anyone" bit. You lose all credibility when you say I'm not blaming anyone, and then could go on to blame someone.
1: Yeah, that, that's not the first, and it won't be the last tweet that makes no fucking sense at all from Tom Brown. I um, think he's got all the scoops in the world, but really he's just a, a glorified, yeah. I'm trying to word this right without offending anyone. Uh, I'm not going to offend anyone, but. Special child uh, that has a dad in the right place and has got a job in that and somehow is still fucking there. And, mate, he looks drunk he makes drunk Robo seem like he is a fucking speech writer that's that's <laughs> yeah what, what what can you say about tom brown he's a fuckwit <laughs> anyway we are not called the super coach K captains
0: for nothing every week we give you guys vc and c options to try and set your team apart from others we give you some vanilla picks like everyone expects but we also give you some fucking left fielders anyway I don't know what whether these games are going to be fucking played or where they're going to be played or whatnot, but I'm just going from the AFL app. Here we go. So Friday, 30th of July. Ew, what a disgusting primetime game this one is. St. Kilda versus Carlton. How the fuck did that happen?
1: Who the fuck did yeah, Carlton yeah, suck this, off? Keen for this fucking blockbuster.
0: Oh, My, uh,
1: I'm going to re- reload this because it still says Essendon versus Sydney on the Friday night, so I'm, I'm clearly wrong here. I'll try and get an updated version, Dano.
0: Yeah, no, it says St. Kilda versus Carlton, primetime 30th of July, Friday night, Marvel Stadium. Did you get that from Tom Brown? No, I got that from the AFL app. Did you get yours from Tom <laughs> oh, Brown? Yep. Yeah, I
1: must have got Tom Brown's version. <laughs> oh, shit.
0: Anyway, um, I think a lot of people will be v-seeing steel in this one or Sam Walsh. There's going to be no in-betweens.
1: Oh, apparently yeah, Charlie sure Curnow is that. back too. Yeah, and no, I wouldn't be touching that one. Yeah. Uh, He's probably got a basketball game the night before that he'll play. Mr. Yeah. Mister In, Mr. Phil In. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just Steele and Walsh
0: for this one is all I can really see. Maybe Rowan is a bit of a left field one. Oh, he will be going up against De Koning, but then it's Ryder and Marshall versus De Koning. So, yeah. oh, I'll still say Steele or Walsh. I
1: don't yeah, think there's Walsh there's is no going to have up.
0: a... Um, such a subpar game. Like, he played all right, but he wasn't that fantastic last week. Yeah, as well he always. got
1: tagged pretty well last weekend.
0: Yep, yeah. Anyway, we got a Saturday. This is where a lot of VCs and Cs have come in, though. Western Bulldogs versus the Adelaide Pros at Mars Stadium. Mars. And the player that I think will play out of this world will be Jack McRae.
1: Yeah, hard to argue with that one. Um, I, I think... We could have a case where we could get five one hundred and thirty plus scores from these Bulldogs players. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're they're just playing they're rolling that well at the moment. Um, Adelaide League points in yeah. midfield. I think show, showy um will go to Bontempelli
0: or even Dunkley. I just don't think teams believe McRae is damaging enough.
1: Yeah, which is amazing because he he finds the targets. But anyway. Yeah, I know. Um yeah, Bonton might be the guy that I roll with just in case, but not with much confidence at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um Rory Led, though, how fucking good was he on the weekend? He was incredible. Um if he was playing anyone other than Western Bulldogs, he'd probably be looked at as a VC target this weekend. But yeah, that's not going to happen now. Just quickly, last time Bontempelli played against Adelaide. He scored a lazy one ninety nine. So So um, if he could do that for me this weekend, that would be brilliant.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Um,
1: no one else from this game that you can think of? Nah, not really, Ken, on much else from this game. Maybe a Dunkley, if you've got him or bringing him in, um, he'll be raring to go after that week off.
0: Yeah, I said McRae, Bontempelli, Dunkley. Uh, pretty much the three, um, but I'm just not sure which one. Shall we, you'll tag anyway. Yeah. We'll go on to the next game, which is North Melbourne versus Geelong. Um it's a Blundstone, I think. If I'm reading this correctly. Um, anyway, now would you go with Danger Field in this one, Pato? Uh
1: it's an interesting one. Um, I could contemplate it for sure. Now the, the awkward thing is these games will probably overlap.
0: Yeah, correct. So they will they actually, ones at 1220. Uh, yeah, Bulldogs, Adelaide's 12 20, North Melbourne, Geelong, 115. Even the one after that will probably overlap. They're all going to overlap.
1: Yeah. So oh. for me, this is early thinking, but for me, if Joel Selwood doesn't play, I think I really like Dangerfield, even over those Bulldogs mids. Yeah. Um, only because I'm worried about a Bonson Pally tag. Yep. Uh, and I will probably want to try and pick something different for you, from you, Dano, just for the sake of the captain's challenge. So that's <laughs> probably why I won't touch McRae if you, I'm assuming you go him for the VC. So I, I may go Dangerfield again. He's, um I've got, I've scored both of his really big scores as captain, which is kind of lucky in a way, but you've just got to have that foresight as well. So if Selwood doesn't play, I think Bontempelli, uh, Bontempelli. <laughs> Dangerfield will play a bunch of minutes in that midfield. But if Selwood plays, he may get rested a little bit more forward against North. So I'll I'll have a look at team news on Thursday night and see what they do with that, whether Selwood gets up. But I, yeah, I think I like uh, Dangerfield for sure.
0: I actually don't mind Tom Hawkins in
1: this one. Yeah, that's a real good one, Dano. Um, yeah. The, the only thing the, is
0: Tarrant, yeah. since Tarrant's come back for North Melbourne, they've really tightened up their defense but I just Tomahawk, man. Like, he's the go-to dude. And I can see him tearing him a new arsehole.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I um, only had the 79 against them earlier on in the year, don't know which is interesting. Yeah, but he also started slow. He did. He did. And yeah. um, he's in pretty good form. So I, I like him to go big.
0: Um, not going to go an, a hauler a evil in this one. Probably Cunnington. not against
1: Geelong. I, I, I get the sense that they'll probably get smashed. Uh probably the only one that I like if I had him. Um he's so underrated, that guy.
0: Yeah, he's very fucking underrated. Um anyway, we'll go to the Suns versus Melbourne, which is at 3:10 p.m. Uh, TBC, it says they don't know where they're fucking gonna play. So I think it, oh, in these sorts of games, I like a Clayton Oliver. Um, just an in-and-under type player, just be, go beast mode against the Suns. Um, again, we could say Petrarca and whatnot. And, but the other thing is the Suns don't really have a great ruck. So could we go for a Maxi Gorn, even though we keep saying we're not going to go for him because of the Jackson factor? Or could Gorn no, be a, a viable option?
1: The interesting thing, Gorn actually rucked a little bit more than he has been the last month or so. And I think that was because they played the dogs, um, and it's yeah. and it was such a high stakes game. And the fact that they lost, I think they'll win this pretty comfortably. And I actually feel like Jackson will rock a little bit more than he did last weekend. And that's why I don't like Gorn at all. Now,
0: yeah,
1: the one he'll probably be my captain. I'll try and make it work. Uh, probably a basketball, but I'll try and make it work. Um, Clayton Oliver averages a lazy one twenty eight against the Suns and. Mm. That's only in six games, but that is very, very juicy, Dano.
0: Yeah, that's why I said I like an oliver. Um, you can go for a Tookie Miller if you want to, but I don't I don't know if he's gonna go his big 140 in this one. Um, but then again, fuck just watching Took he's fucking magnificent. He's 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 gone to another level.
1: Absolute beast. Yeah, he sure. I flying under the radar, but just because he plays for the Suns now. It's worth noting as well, uh, weather plays a part in this. And we, we mentioned it, Dano, uh, Saturday night we were messaging and uh, we noticed that it was pissing down rain. And we both said, oh, if we knew that, I would have uh, chucked the C or VC on Oliver mm. just because he loves that sort of weather. Now, Gold Coast are named as the home team. So I dare say this will probably be played at Metricon, although they have had a bunch of home games. So they may move that back down to Melbourne now, if that's at the MCG. Uh, it's probably going to rain because we're in the middle of winter here. So,
0: Oliver, yeah, I
1: like Oliver, but just keep an eye on where that game is and what the weather's doing. He's a wet weather
0: specialist, Oliver, in my opinion. Um, yeah,
1: probably the best weather player in the comp.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't argue with that. To be <laughs> honest. Um, next one is at four fifteen PM at the MCG, so I probably won't move to the MCG paddock. <laughs> Sun's very, yeah? very true, very well, true. I should have looked at that. <laughs> um is Collingwood versus the Eagles, the battle of the other shit birds. Um, I can't really. It's Grundy versus Nick Nat, so I wouldn't actually touch either of them, to be honest. Uh for the I I don't CL think team. I like
1: I don't think I like anyone this game, to be honest. Um, Elliot Yo's under a little bit of an injury, cloud, um, just a soreness. Tim Kelly's the same. Uh, yeah. Collingwood you could go for the for that forward but I don't really like him I think West Coast will probably win this pretty easily just like 2018 It'll but be. yeah I don't think I like anyone maybe a Jack Crisp if you've got him nah. I don't mind him but nah. I wouldn't put the C on him it'd be a VC only Yeah. anyway
0: we'll go to the next one which is the night game 7.40pm prime time viewing on a Saturday night is <laughs> Essendon versus Sydney Swans at the Gabba is that a the Gabba?
1: What the fuck? Yeah, that uh, yeah, a bit of a strange Gee. one. But Sydney have got to play their home game somewhere, I guess. And yeah. that's well, it's not their home happening. game.
0: It's it's they've got them listed as an away game. Essendon's home oh, game.
1: True. What the fuck? That's a strange one. Anyway, a very strange one. I'd be pretty mad if I was an Essendon fan, but I don't care because fuck Essendon.
0: Yeah, Mark. Fair enough. <laughs> um,
1: uh, so, considering it's not at the SCG and he's back in the team, Callum Mills, shout out there.
0: Um, don't mind that one. Yeah,
1: yeah. you read um, my mind. I, I don't think any other option that I really like but Callum Mills. Um, I do I think, I think it's a like, no-brainer, especially off a week off. I do like Parrish, actually.
0: I do like Parrish. I, I
1: think he'll get a hard tag. See,
0: I don't think he will. I reckon they'll just bounce off. Um, but I don't think they'll do a hard tag like the Giants did with Lockie Ash. Um, yeah, so I don't I don't mind Parrish, but now people will be beware, weary of putting the C on him anyway. But Mills, I don't mind. if, But I wouldn't see Mills, I'd VC him. Um, but anyway, they're the only ones I can think of in that game.
1: Yeah, but I think most people will have their VC Saturday Arvo in one of those two other games. I'm going to
0: have my C done by Saturday morning.
1: That'll make things a bit less stressful for, won't it?
0: BC Saturday, Friday night, see you Saturday morning. <laughs> Boom a Knowing um, how are your week going to go. Yep, exactly. Anyway, we'll move on to Sunday. This is going to be an interesting game. It's Hawthorne versus the Brisbane Lions at two ten pm in Tasmania. Very interesting. Um, what Tom Mitchell dominates in Tassie, doesn't he? Generally.
1: Yeah, it's averaging a lazy 119 down at University of Tasmania Stadium, which is where this game is. And he averages even more against the Lions. He averages 130 against the Lions. So probably going to be my captain this week, Dano, yeah, I, I yeah. will confirm with you, but I, yeah, I'm looking very juicy at, at Tom Mitchell, who's got a lazy three-round average of 137.7, so He's absolutely flying, and he's probably going to be my captain this weekend. If yeah. Clayton Oliver doesn't go big. Yeah, that's fair.
0: Brisbane Lions players, though, I don't mind a Daniel Rich. Um, as a lefty, again, I've said him a couple of times this year as a lefty, and he's gone boom shakalak. So, um, yeah, for this week. Yeah, I reckon against Hawthorne, Daniel Rich as a left field option.
1: Is it going um, to spend enough time down for that forward line, Dano? I think Brisbane will probably get the job pretty easy, get the job done pretty easily in this one.
0: I don't, it's Tasmania. It's Tasmania.
1: What's what about this? a Joey Danaher?
0: Oh, God, no, God, no. Um,
1: nah,
0: I can't, and I don't know what's going on with Zorko at the moment. Um,
1: yeah, Zorko's forgot how to kick a footy, Lockie Neal. Looking very sore off a really hard game. Maybe a Jared Lyons might do yeah. well.
0: Underrated Lions from the Lions. Yep, yep, yep. Don't mind it. Anyway, we'll move on to the next game because I can't think of anyone else. Um, second last game of the round. Blockbuster Giants versus Port Adelaide at to be confirmed, three ten pm. Giants have to win this one. Port Adelaide struggle against top eight sides, and the Giants are eighth at the moment. So hopefully that's a sign. <laughs> <laughs> uh, giants are trash. Um, sorry, I go for them. I can say it. Um, in this one, do not like any giants at all. Um, even a lucky Whitfield, I don't like I just think they're too unpredictable um, for Port Adelaide. I don't mind a Ollie Wines. Um, and I th- I wouldn't go Charlie Dixon because I think Sammy Taylor's going to give him a bath. So Ollie Wines is the only one that I really like out of this game.
1: Now that's, that's interesting, Dano, because Point Adelaide's forward line is absolutely decimated at the moment. They're uh, losing their small forwards, which means that they really don't have a matchup for those running halfbacks. Now, Jack Crisp killed them for 30 touches and 140 super coach on the weekend with 13 marks and six tackles. Um, and then that was playing off halfback. So, I think I really like Whitfield in this one. I don't like him enough to captain him over a Tom Mitchell, but I really, really like Lockie Whitfield to go big in this game.
0: Yep, no, fair enough. Fair enough. Is that all that you can see in that one? Well, I'm not going to give a shout out to Old Man
1: Boak. Uh, no, nah, not Old Man Boak. Uh, maybe an Ollie Wines, as you said, Dano, but they'll probably bring in Matt DeBoer and he may run with him, or they might roll with Lockie Ash again as a tagger. So, yeah, I don't think I like either of those options.
0: Yep, yeah, fair enough. And last game of the round, Frio Dockers versus your Tigers at 5.10pm at Optus Stadium. Um, I don't mind some Frio players going boo na in this one. Um, Sean Darcy, if his knee is okay. But even then, he was still fucking good, even when his knee was dodgy. If he didn't get four frees against and not kick straight, he would have absolutely killed it. So Sean Darcy, I don't mind. Um, Andy Brayshaw is the other one that I don't mind in this one. But in saying that, I think Brayshaw doesn't... He's got to be a bit cleaner with his ball use for him to really explode. And I'm hoping this is the round that he does it against the decimated Tigers.
1: It's absolutely going to be the round that this happens, Dano, because our midfield is atrocious at the moment. So... And add to that the fact that Nat Fife goes out, which means Andy brashaw will probably play a lot more in the midfield. So he's played a lot of time on the wing this year. I think he'll play a chunk in the middle this weekend. And I think he will go really big. Um, the other one I really like is Shea Bolton. Now, I know he's coming off a really poor game, but I feel like he may be auditioning for his next club next year. Now, I hope I'm wrong. I hope we mm. hold on to him, but it's a pretty simple... Bolton plus Frio's number five or six pick, wherever they end up, um, for Adam Chera. So yeah, yep. that may be the trade, but we don't talk about trades, we talk about Super Coach. So I like Shay Bolton. I wouldn't put the C on him, it's way too risky, but I think he'll have a good game. Um, Lukey Ryan, I like just because of how our forward line has looked in terms of putting pressure on those halfbacks. If backs. he gets up. Um, if he gets up. If he gets up, and that's about it.
0: Yep, not fair. Can't really say oh, what about Jaden Short?
1: No. Uh yeah, no, I don't mind Jaden Short. Um, depending on how many behinds freeo will kick. So hopefully Sean Darcy brings his not kicking boots again <laughs> and kicks another three or four behinds. And Jaden Short can have a three or four freebie kicks. Yeah, fair enough.
0: Anyway, I couldn't put the C on any of them. Um yeah. Anyway. That's pretty much it, Pato. That was a fucking quick fire one this week.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, but we've got plenty covered and good luck to everyone coming into Coach Finals. I uh, hope you win your matchups, win your Cash League matchups, and, and go earn that dosh. Except for you, Damien Ma, you fuck with.
0: Anyway, um, oh no, he doesn't have a team. you
1: match up when you delete your teammate. Uh shit,
0: son. Um, also, shout out to um, some of our avid listeners out there. I was going to say kudos to Supercoach Mama, doing fucking well. Um, shout out to King Supercoach. I reckon we've got to get King Supercoach on here um, just for one of the podcasts, don't you reckon, Pato?
1: Yeah, that's if he gets over the fact that Lockie Whitfield in one week has outscored Nick Haynes in two, <laughs> and he pulled that trigger. So message hopefully me. he's feeling okay <laughs> after that no, i don't mean to dig the heels in there king Supercoach. um i mean it in in complete jest um unless it was damien Marr which i would mean it as an absolute fucking dig um <laughs> but look, I, I can't say what i would do in your situation last week you, it was a bit of a panic and you just wanted to sort of cover the donut in hindsight i'm sure you agree with me that maybe just holding off and and Waiting for Whitfield to come back maybe it would have been the better option, but we all do things we regret. I had I had Heaney for three weeks, and now he's scoring 120s. Um I traded <clears> Patrick Cripps back in, and, and he's getting 75s for me. So, um, yeah. we all do dumb shit we regret, and I'm nowhere near where you are, King Supercoach. So you've done a lot more better than I have this year. Yeah, bloody oath. Uh, anyway, Paddy, what's your Twitter? At c. Give me a follow. Chuck me some messages. Supercoach related. I'm on my phone a lot. Yeah, he, he is.
0: Um, and on mine is at D-A-N-E-O-S-Triple C. That's at Dane OS-Triple C. Um, yeah, just... And if you want us to talk about shit, just fucking tell us what to talk about, guys, because, um, yeah, we're we're coming into Supercoach Finals time and most people have got their team set or they've run out of trade. So we need shit to talk about. So, yeah, anyway, um, I can't think of anything else. Oh, yeah, like our Facebook page um, the super coach co-captains. Um, we're on it again, we're on every single streaming platform known to man for this podcast. So chuck us a subscribe, tell us how you like it, whatnot. We had some good reviews for last week's one. Um, and not many people have heard about this podcast and they're saying, holy fuck, why didn't we hear about this sooner? So if I could tell your mates about it, shit, like give them the link, just say fucking listen to these dickheads talk. Um, we are also not safe for work, are we, Paddo? I keep forgetting to put that down, not safe for work.
1: <laughs> Absolutely not. Do not <laughs> listen to this at work. Don't listen to this around your mum, your grandma, your little sister. Um, I wouldn't do it. Chuck your AirPods in. Give us <laughs> yeah. a listen. Have a chuckle. Don't tell anyone what you're laughing at because it's just us talking shit.
0: Pretty much. So anyway, from us at the Supercoach Co-Captains, I'm Dano. And I'm Paddo. And this is us signing... Oh, fuck off. Boo.